Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. My Song of the Soul guests come to me from all over the place. Some are folks I've listened to for years, some are local, some are friends of friends of friends, and I find them all around the country and the world. So I think you, listening to this broadcast, perhaps via KHOI in Ames, Iowa, or KACR in Cottage Grove, Oregon, or KNSJ in Descanso, California, WUML in Lowell, Massachusetts, or KCEH next to Taos, New Mexico, or any of the other stations carrying this program, you could connect me up with your local wonderful musicians. Come to northernspiritradio.org and you'll find my contact info and you can help me make this program locally relevant wherever you're hearing it from. But today's Song of the Soul guest is Jennifer Evans, and she came to me via Facebook last week, where I saw something about this folk singer out in the Boston area. I listened to some of her songs via YouTube and her site, found a common heart for the music, so I wrote to her, and lo and behold, the next week, here she shows up by prearrangement at my doorstep, ready to share her music. Jennifer Evans is right here with me in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, today. Jennifer, what a wonderful gift to have you here for a Song of the Soul. It's a pleasure to be here, Mark. You know, what's really amazing is I just found your music, found out about you last week. I called you up, talked to you, invited you to be on the show. And, you know, you're out there in Boston, and I'm here in upper Wisconsin. And you said, well, I could come by next week. <laughs> just, I know. <laughs> that's amazing good fortune. It does seem more than just an accident. Um, I'm out here for my day job, which is that I work at the Peabody Essex Museum as a manager of public programs, and I'm at a conference in Minneapolis called Americans for the Arts. I love this conference. It brings together people from all walks of the arts world, artists and administrators and people in the health fields who share their ideas and network with one another. This is the week, and it's in Minneapolis this year, and you called, and I just, it seemed a little bit too coincidental not to take advantage and, and come and visit with you in your own home, which is lovely, by the way. Well, thank you so much. So Minneapolis is about 90 minutes drive from my home, so you took an extra three hours out of a very full weekend to do this. Do you actually get to share any of your music? Did you bring your guitar with you for this trip? I always bring my guitar wherever I travel because I just have to play. I'm not performing as part of this weekend. They will have artist presentations, both by performing artists and visual artists who will share their works with us. But in this capacity, I'm, I'm here as a museum professional and an administrative role. So I'm not a performer. Well, you're a folk musician. That's what it says prominently on your website and on Facebook where I ran into you. 
You're a few years younger than I am, and of course the heyday of folk music was in the 60s. In the 70s, it's still very popular. There's important people like Tom Paxton and great people like... Joan Baez. Like Joan Baez. John Prine was one of those people. John McCutcheon, yes. All these wonderful performers who are kind of background for a lot of people, but somehow it grabbed your heart. How did folk music grab your heart? What was it that really got you sucked into the life? I was in my young, early teens, and I thought I wanted to be a visual artist. I was in my parents' home doing a painting, and I put on an album. It was an early Joan Baez where she was singing the Ballads of the British Isles, and everything inside me just stopped. You know that moment when you're, you're touched in your heart by something. Really, my, my future changed in that moment when I heard her music. I didn't yet know that I could even sing or that I could become a musician, but I, I did know that it was a calling to me. And it's a good thing because I wasn't a very good painter. <laughs> <laughs> so you gave up your dreams of painting? or some, I know people who do both. I right? do too, Yeah, do. because they're good at both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you come from a musical family, I understand. I think your father in particular is quite a singer. You mentioned he's from Wales. Yes. Uh, my father had a wonderful tenor voice. Well, he was 10 when he and his family came over on a ship from Wales, his parents and seven young children. My father was 10 at the time. But his father was a poet and a teacher, and his mother was a singer as well. So he grew up under that influence, and he said that even when he was a toddler and he would go around to the different bars or the pubs in Wales, which at that time everyone gathered and sang in, he would do harmony when he was like two or three, and they would sort of stop and listen to him. So I would say that hopefully I got my uh, voice from my father, and Griff seemed to have gotten my brother Griff Evans, the songwriter, got the poetry and the love of songwriting as well from our grandfather. I noticed you didn't mention your mother. Should I be careful about bringing this up? No, no, no. (laughs) Bless my mother's heart, but she wasn't a musician. My father and mother met in Kansas, where my mother grew up on a farm, and um, music just wasn't really a part of of her upbringing or... um, gifts. She had her own set of gifts. Now, you've already mentioned your brother Griff. Is that an abbreviation by, you know, Griffin or Griffith or... Yes, it is. Do we dare mention what the full thing is? (laughs) Griffith Joseph Evans. Pretty Welsh. You perform a lot of traditional songs that other people have written, but a lot of your music that you feature is by Griff. Uh, What's the age difference between you two? There's 10 years between us. So that turned out to be a fortuitous love of music that we both share. I was drawn instantly to the ballads of the British Isles, and Griff also loves folk music and and became a a songwriter. Another brother of mine is a drummer and loves to play in rhythm and blues band, and my father loved Broadway. So it it was just serendipitous that Griff and I both love folk music, and each of us had a unique talent. And in combination, it it turned out pretty well, because Griff doesn't perform. And I'm not a songwriter. Is he a bashful type? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel bad for people. You know, Bill Staines, who is such a wonderful musician. Yes, I, he I, is. And yet, it's very clear that he's an introvert when he's up there. He does masterful stagecraft. He does a great job. He conveys with his music so well. But when you see him come off stage, it's like, no, I need my private time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I did share a, a show with him one time. And, you know, we were in the green room and he was, of course, very nice, but quiet. 
and very personable when I interviewed him for Song of the Soul. He's totally warm and welcoming, open, and unlike me, I'm, a, I'm kind of a terminal extrovert. I can be around people all the time and my life will be perfectly happy. Mm -hmm. How about you? What's your balance? I do need both. I need to be with people and um, enjoying other people's company and energy. And then I need that quiet time with the music and just in solitude. I need both. Well, I don't want to give you solitude right now. What I want to get from you is some of your music. So how do you want to start out your Song of the Soul? So why don't we start off with a song called There But For Fortune, which is a song that Griff wrote that deals with those less fortunate than we are. Really, in my mind, the song asks us to remember those less fortunate. And I love this song because there's so many parts of it that I can relate to personally. It starts off talking about a homeless person. I'm sure all of us have seen people who are living on the street and your heart goes out to them. And hopefully you're not judging them because who knows if uh, roles were reversed and you had to put up with what they have dealt with, if um, you would be in any different situation. And also the song talks about difficulties that people have mentally. My nephew is schizophrenic, and that's Griff's son. So this song just personally touches me very deeply, and I know where Griff had the inspiration from in terms of writing it. I think it's a very powerful and beautiful song and uplifting. And we're going to let it speak for itself right now as Jennifer J. Evans performs song written by her brother Griff called There But For Fortune. I know a man who lives on the street with cardboard for shelter and nothing to eat. And there but for fortune could go you or I. I know a woman with three kids to raise, without enough money and never no praise. And there but for fortune could go you or I. Call me a dreamer, call me naive. Call me the girl with her heart on her sleeve. But sisters and brothers, couldn't we make some time for the others who can't catch a break? Cause there but for fortune could go you or I. I know a young man who'd rather be dead than deal with the voices he hears in his head. And there but for fortune could go you or I. Can you imagine wanting to die just to find peace in the grave where you lie? And there but for fortune could go you or I. Call me a dreamer, call me naive, call me the girl with her heart on her sleeve. But sisters and brothers, couldn't we make some time for the others who can't catch a break? Cause there but for fortune could go you or I. Three human beings whose stories I've named, I'll bet you know fifty where it might be claimed that there but for fortune could go you or I. So let us remember when burdened with cares, 
The ones who would gladly exchange ours for theirs. Cause there but for fortune could go you or I. There but for fortune could go you or I. I'm so very fortunate myself to have here today for Song of the Soul Jennifer Evans. She actually drove over all the way from Massachusetts just to be with me. Okay, <laughs> A little bit of an exaggeration, but she did add at least three hours travel to her time to be here, and I'm so very fortunate there. That song is called There But For Fortune. It was written by Jennifer Evans' brother, Griff Evans, and you mentioned Joan Baez already. Are there other folks who are particularly near and dear to your heart? Yes, I loved the interpretation of English ballads by also the artists Archie Fisher and Mary Black. I just find their their singing quite moving. I love Patsy Cline, Woody Guthrie, of course. I also like Irving Berlin's song. Some of those just soar. And Mark Knopfler as a guitarist and a songwriter. He's written some great songs. Chet Atkins, of course, is a huge influence. And I studied with Guy Van Duzer, who is a fingerstyle guitarist. I consider him my mentor. He's currently a guitar instructor at Berklee College of Music in Boston. So those are some of my influences. So you have influences who are, I think of primarily as vocalists. Joan Baez, I think. Yes. Her vocals are what strike us. She plays guitar. She's a good guitarist for her purpose. But you also have influences on the guitar side of things. So I, I understand that you picked up the guitar because you wanted to be singing the songs and you needed yes. to accompany yourself. Is that your only instrument? It is my only instrument. In your family, you mentioned already a brother who has drums, right? Yes, he's a lifelong drummer. He has um, a day job, of course, but he's always maintained his music and he's also become an arranger for his band. He's based in Savannah, Georgia. That's Doug. And he has a band that plays all the time. Well, it's wonderful and that you've got this music percolating throughout your family. And let's percolate a little bit more music. What do you want to share next? Let's go to Cheatin' Kind. Cheatin' Kind. Your cheating heart will tell on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song. Patsy Cline does that one. <laughs> I have a sister, Sharon, who is particularly a fan of Patsy Cline. There's an artist in the Twin Cities, Joanne Parker is her name, and she does a complete Patsy Cline set. You should see her in the Get Up. And since you're in the Twin Cities for three days, maybe somehow you can maybe catch a I'll, glimpse. We visited the National. Of course, Patsy Cline has her museum now. It just opened a year or two ago. So I'd love to see. Joanne, is that her name? Joanne. Joanne. She's on the NordenSpiritRadio.org website. You can connect with her that way. But we're talking right now about a song that Griff wrote, Cheat and Kind. I tend to think country western when I think of Cheat and Kind. I think so. I think that's an influence for him because a major influence for Griff in his writing is Hank Williams. So I'm sure that came right out of that tradition and listening so much to Hank's songs. This is the first song that Griff ever kept. It's the song where he realized he was a songwriter and could be a songwriter. And it's also the first song that I ever learned of his and where we realized we could perhaps have this collaboration that we do now have. But from the focus of the song itself, it talks about being vulnerable, which all of us experience. If you're, if you're going to be willing to be in a relationship, you have to learn to trust somebody 
And that can be very scary. It can be very scary because if you put your heart on the line, you don't want somebody to crush it. So I think anyone can relate to this song. And we all have dreams and hopes. And you, you just hope that the person, I think above all, remains true and is honest with you. That's what this song's about to me. And we'll go right into it. Again, song written by Griff Evans. It's performed here today by Jennifer Evans, Cheatin' Kind. I told myself, and I meant it too, I wasn't going to fall in love with you. I was hurt bad way back when, and I didn't want to take that chance again. But you put your lips right on my cheek You put your lips right on my lips I didn't do a darn thing at all last week I think we better have a little talk about this Are you the cheating kind? Will you go and take my mind? The hill of love is so hard to climb Please don't be Cheating kind Word is out around this town You love them and you let them down You were hurt bad way back when And you won't take that chance again But I'll put my hand right in your hand And I will try to understand And the times when we're apart I'll feel your heartbeat in my heart Don't be the cheating kind Don't go away and take my mind The hill of love is so hard to climb Please don't be the cheating kind We'll build a place not far from there And joy and sorrow we can share And the times when we're apart I'll feel your heartbeat in my heart Don't be the cheating kind Don't go away and take my mind The hill of love is so hard to climb day in June it is today. My guest here is Jennifer Evans. Her website, jennifer-evans.com. The link's on nordenspiritradio.org under Song of the Soul. And that song, Cheat and Kind, was written by her brother, Griff Evans, and Jennifer performed it here. One of the things I like about that song, and which proves to me that it's not a country-western song, is it seems to have a happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. It does have a happy ending, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, usually cheating, it's all about, you know, i got to cry in my beer, and that's not what this song is about at all. No. It's about opening up, as you said, the heart. Right, and and saying, please don't be the cheating kind. 
right? That's the line in the song. Yeah. So, right, right. And what I see here, Mark, is that you have ended up with your home in the woods with your wife. You have a beautiful home. And um, everyone listening, it's they have a garden. You should come visit. You should come visit. Yeah, <laughs> he has gardens, and I'm looking out into the forest. It's it's really quite lovely. And the creek right behind us. Oh my goodness! And I have a partnership with my wife. Who our road has not always been easy, but it's been profound. And uh, you know, as we say in the Quaker vows that are on the wall there, with divine assistance, I'll be unto thee a, a loving and faithful husband. Yes. No. I mean, my husband Joe and I, we've been married 20 years this year, and it's work, but it's the commitment and the belief that it it should be kept. And so Griff wrote the song, but you have your own, I mean, you said you were able to decide to do Collaborate, where you could perform his song with this one. Are you a vulnerable person? You know, you married relatively late in life, Correct. Uh, was that a lot of vulnerability going on there? And was it finally with your husband that you found out that you could put the trust there? Yes, that's good insight on your part, if I might say. I think I was a very much afraid of doing that very thing until I got to be older and realized I'm, I'm going to have to take a chance. And Joe was persistent, bless his heart, proved that honesty is the best policy. You can't run away and hide um, or you have a very lonely life. So if you're listening out there and you're trying to hide your light, try not to do that. Try to share yourself. We need you. <laughs> That's good advice. I want to mention, folks, that you are listening to Song of the Soul, a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web, northernspiritradio.org, O-R-G, like organic instead of commercial. And on that site, you'll find links. So when you want to find Jennifer Evans, jennifer-evans.com. You can't remember that? Come via the site. It's there along with all of the people for the last 14 years that we've been doing these programs. Uh, You can find all that information, set lists, radio stations that carry our program, all things Northern Spirit Radio on nordenspiritradio.org. Post a comment when you visit. Communication is really good. We were just talking about that, Jennifer, right? And I need to hear from you. You can't just listen to my voice. If I don't hear your voice, if I don't see your words, if I don't understand your heart, we can't deepen this connection. So please do post a comment when you come, and there's a donate button as well. Full-time work this is. I speak like Yoda, you can tell. (laughs) Full-time work this is. (laughs) This full-time work, and without your help, it won't continue because we choose not to depend on corporate sources. We Not government. It's because you, the listener, want to see it continue. Click donate when you come, even more important. And I'd like to know from you, Jennifer, community radio stations are such an exceptional gift to the world. Public radio is excellent. I love public radio. Commercial radio stations, I grew up on them. They formed a lot of my impression of music. But community radio stations give you a slice of music and news you get nowhere else. You got any special gems out by you in Boston? Well, let's see. We have a WERS, which is a um, Emerson College radio station, and they're very active in the folk community. And, they, of course, they're supportive of young and upcoming artists as well as established or unknown artists. And just like you're saying, you get to hear music you're just not going to hear otherwise. And you, they have interviews, live interviews. It's, it, it brings it home again. It's very touching. So we're fortunate here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, where I live, that WHYS 
It was a community radio station originated back in 2005, which is how I got my start. And there's community radio stations all across the nation, some 40 stations that carry our programs that are bringing that music, and they need your support. They work on a shoestring, but they need your contribution to that shoestring. So please do support them first. And right away, let's dive into another song. Jennifer, where do we go next? I'm going to go ahead with I Missed Her. This is a song that is a love song, and it's about our parents. Griff wrote it after my mom passed about our dad because my parents were very much in love. They worked hard at their marriage. I can't say it was a perfect marriage, but they were deeply in love. And when she was gone, uh, it was very hard for my dad. I think it is, of course, for anyone who loses their spouse. So it's a very touching song, and I can just simply envision everything that's taking place within the song itself. There's pictures from your life that go with each verse, I'm sure. Yeah, there really are. And what really sticks with me when I sing this song is at the end stage, um, my parents both had heart attacks within two weeks of each other. They were both in intensive care, and my father started to get better, um, but my mother got worse. So he was moved to another floor, and he would come down to see her, and he would get as dressed up as you can in the hospital. He would put on his his dapper maroon robe, and he even had some kind of an ascot. I remember it was around his neck, and he would make sure his hair looked good. And, you know, he would go in to see my mom, who was dying. So how he looked probably wasn't all that foremost on her mind, but to him, it was very important. It was just beyond touching, as you can imagine. So uh, she passed away, and he, we brought him home, fortunately. He got through it, but it's, it's quite touching. You'll hear that in the song, I Missed Her. If magic spells are strictly Middle Ages And wizards are confined to funny pages Then tell me why on our first date When she presumed to make me wait I wasn't mad that she was late I missed her Although she could be close as well as distant I knew that I would have to be persistent Or else I'd have to tell someday About the one that got away And it would hurt so much to say I missed her Theories that say love is the uniting Of two halves of one soul can be inviting That lonely feeling I would get You'll laugh at me for this, I'll bet I think it means before we met I missed her
had a fight about one thing or another So she packed up and went back home to mother I think on that one I was right Still as I sat alone that night I called and said I'd seen the light I missed her Speaking of an evening as enchanted Is a little sentimental granted But from that night forward we were as happy as could be I guess she was pleased to see I missed her After forty years one dark December Came the day it hurts me to remember Just before she left me here She called me close and whispered Dear, we'll meet again Please have no fear And then I kissed her I will follow soon, I know And really, I'll be glad to go I just wanted the world to know I missed her. That beautiful voice is that of Jennifer Evans. Website jennifer-evans.com. The song written by her brother about their parents. I missed her. And how long ago was it that they passed? My dad has been gone for 20 years. My mom has been gone for 35. Oh, there was a big gap in between. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he went on with his life. Yep. And he found a girlfriend after six months. I mean, a, a companion. Um, and I think he never wanted to remarry. And of course, he talked about mom to us all the time. But he, he knew how to go forward. There's a, a couple wonderful books. One is I Take the Serenity, and then there's a follow-up book called Indian Summer of the Heart. And when you've had such a wonderful love connection with someone, such a deep bonding of the heart, to go on to a new relationship might seem impossible, but Indian Summer of the Heart will give you a wonderful glimpse of possibilities. Oh, that sounds lovely. So, but instead of talking about other books that I know, we've got some songs of yours we're trying to get into this hour. And so another, I think it's a Griff song, but yes. <laughs> performed by Jennifer Evans. What will it be? The Last Cheap Hotel is the title song of my CD, and it is a song about the homeless whose situation has been worsened in America because of the emptying of single-room occupancy hotels. Um, these were called hotels, but they were really homes for poor people. So the fellow in this song is the story can relate to that situation. And my brother Griff has lived in cheap hotels, and when he was learning how to write songs, uh, saw a lot of how the poor try to deal and, and manage with life and how difficult that can be. So 
It's a very moving song, I believe, and quite beautifully written. I hope others agree. As we listen to The Last Cheap Hotel. A man down the hall Asked the desk clerk today If he'd seen the tenant In 35A And all that was left there When the hearse quit the scene Was a beat-up old Bible And a room yet to clean How many poor people Have walked through those doors How many sweet dreams there Died on those five floors How many sad stories Do you think they could tell If the ghosts started talking At the last cheap hotel He worked in Nebraska Till they closed the third shift A man with no prospects He started to drift But what with no education And a taste for sweet wine There was no real resistance To his long, slow decline How many poor people Have walked through those doors How many sweet dreams there Died on those five floors How many sad stories Do you think they could tell If the ghosts started talking At the last cheap hotel There used to be hotels In most every town Where the poor might find refuge But they've long been torn down And replaced by new buildings Where the owners make more Than they had or they could buy Renting rooms to the poor How many poor people Have walked through those doors How many sweet dreams there Died on those five floors How many sad stories Do you think they could tell If the ghosts started talking At the last cheap hotel What with ODs and stabbings Every two or three weeks He'll soon become someone Of whom nobody speaks And then in a year say Even I dare say To the man down the hall How many poor people Have walked through those doors How many sweet dreams there Died on those five 
How many sad stories do you think they could tell if the ghosts started talking at the last cheap hotel? Some say it's all right and some say it's all wrong. Some say that a footnote will ruin any song. It might well hurt this one We'll just wait and see But I'm with the poor though And I always will be I'm with the poor though And I always will be song performed by Jennifer Evans, jennifer-evans.com is her website, written by her brother, Griff, and The Last Cheap Hotel. I get the feeling that both you and Griff have an activist orientation. Uh, I mean, concern about the poor is not in vogue. You know, they're all called welfare cheats, and they're, they're demeaned. It, it's what I would call very unchristian. Because, you know, in the, in the early part of the 1900s, there's a whole slice of music. It was social gospel music. You know, Brother, Can You Spare a oh, Dime? Sure. And, and on and on and on. There's any number of songs that are about raising up concern for all God's people. And yet a song like The Last Cheap Hotel is not in vogue with the, certainly this administration. Well, are we going to talk about this administration today? We can, sure. Really? Of course. Do people... We speak honestly on this show. Well, I, <laughs> there's so much we could say, but I'm going to stick with the fact that we need to take care of those who are in unfortunate circumstances, who need medical care, who can't afford to pay their rent. I mean, I have colleagues at my day job who can barely afford to pay their rent and maintain a family, and they have a full-time job because the inflation and the cost of living is just so much greater than, than what people can earn on an average salary. I'm no political expert. I'm not going to try to get into all the numbers. All I know is something's not working quite terribly if people can't have a very full job that they love and be able to live just a reasonable life. Nobody's trying to have yachts and, and mansions. We're just trying to have just a life in healthcare. So yes, I've always cared deeply about those less fortunate and Griff especially. He, his heart is so vulnerable that it's almost painful for me to see him reacting to news about other people. He is almost too vulnerable. Some artists on Griff's level, they're just, they're just a walking heart which I think is why he can write these songs, and they really do come from a very deep place. I'm not sure why we just went there right there, but don't get me started on people who are less fortunate. My understanding is, Jennifer, that you live in suburbia. I of do. Course. And in part, I think in Boston, if you live in right in Boston, it's immensely expensive, I think. It's immensely expensive in any anywhere in Massachusetts, to be frank. But particularly on the North Shore where I live, yes, it's expensive. I live out about a half hour outside of the bus. Half hour if it's midnight. It's more like an hour because of traffic and so on. I don't suppose that after you finish your day job with the museum, 
And uh, while you're still doing your music, you could open up uh, a new cheap hotel. <laughs> I suppose you well, could start it out. I guess I could start one, but you have to be able to do that, right? Yeah, that, that'd be nice. It's a nice mission. In another life, maybe. In another life, maybe, yeah. I think activism is, and, and maybe social conscience, is particularly obvious amongst the folk music set. That's true. I don't know that it's universally obvious amongst rappers or... Well, if you listen to some of that rap music, they're, they're certainly calling out their concerns of their communities and ill treatment for people and so on. Some of them, are, I believe, are quite passionate in their care of other people. It's just told in a different vernacular. The thing that I've noticed is that in folk music, it's almost universal. Yes, I suppose that's true. That's the difference, because I think there's really good and open-hearted people, every genre of music, every every place around the, the country. I think that the people who are of a strong conservative bent have a hard time making it in folk music. I don't know any in folk music. Do I know anybody in the folk world? I can't think of anybody. I guess you're drawn to it because you're less concerned about how people look and what they own than who they are. And I think that just draws, folk music and the culture itself draws a certain type of person. And I think that because you were connected with folk music, it told me something about you even before I heard your first song. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And it's a commonality I have. I mean, it's... Yes, you certainly do. So I'm not trying to set you up for another song about oh, please do. some social, <laughs> some social oh. need, but but probably we'll find it if we listen yeah. to more of your music. That's, What's next? That's true. Griff has written upbeat and happy songs. I haven't chosen those for today necessarily. They're uplifting though, and the one that I would like to talk about next is called "What Do You Hear." This one is about the cost of war and in particular on one young woman and one young man who he's lost to a war and they're not even married yet. And um, you can just tell by the end of the song that, of course, her heart is breaking. He never comes home to her. So I have a friend, a very close friend who I grew up with. Their family was my second family, and her older brother always wanted to be in the Air Force. And at 23, his plane went down, and he left behind a young widow and a new baby girl and the mother and she ended up raising the child on her own she never remarried so at 23 she lost her young husband and well you can imagine the impact she never remarried which to me says kind of everything listen to the story as you listen to what you hear performed by jennifer evans written by griffin evans Listen, listen. 
listen Talk of marching with the men What do you hear? On a ship that sails the sea We'll return from victory People on the beach will see It has been good Can you hear the boy at twenty? Listen, listen Speaking of a life of plenty What do you hear? Dreams he's making with his lover Lying on a field of clover Plans for when the war is over Won't life be good? Can you hear her on the beach? Listen, listen Long her heart's been gone for speech What do you hear? Do you think she wonders why Boys of twenty have to die? Listen Here is performed by Jennifer J. Evans here today. Her website, jennifer-evans.com, written by her brother, Griff, and about the horrors of war, I guess I'd say, the, the sadness. I don't know if, if all of the songs about the sadness of war were brought together. I think there would be broken hearts just spilling into the road everywhere. I think in that song, I actually think of Where Have All the Flowers Gone. I agree with you. I agree with you. That song is so beautiful. It's so simple. Just look at the little things and just pay attention, and there we go. For the past month, plus a month and a half, I've been celebrating the 100th anniversary of Pete Seeker's birth. He was born on May 3rd, 100 years ago. And so we've been celebrating that, including Where Have All the Flowers Gone is one of the songs that got shared. In that song, one of the things I'd mention is that there's some particularly beautiful violin that's shared. Now, you're a guitarist, and you've got a brother who, who's that, that, but you don't have anybody in the family who plays violin. You had to go outside the family? Yeah, of course, sure. And did I get a good one or what? <laughs> yeah, her name is Eden McAdam Summer. She's a professor at New England Conservatory, but I heard her play at a folk conference in North Carolina, and she was playing fiddle music with her partner, Larry Unger. And the second I, almost a few notes into their performance, I just went, if I could ever work with that woman, I want to play with her. And so I got her to play on my CD. Turned out she lived in the Boston area, and it, uh, I, I just feel very fortunate to have her on the CD. And by the way, the CD is The Last Cheap Hotel. It's a song on it. It's a title track as well. As far as I'm aware of, The Last Cheap Hotel is the only CD by you, but it kind of stuns me because you've got decades of playing wonderful music and all kinds of songs. I'm sure Griff has written more than yes. 10 songs or something. It's just, it's it stuns me that you haven't done other CDs. What's held you back? Well, so that vulnerability thing, I guess I, we talked about earlier, I, 
I'm, I've only did this CD four years ago, and I definitely have to get going and do more CDs. The reason why not, I started off just doing folk music and realized I just wasn't going to make a living at it. So I was able to stay in the arts. Now I work at the museum. And I guess the cost of doing it, they didn't have Kickstarter back then, as well as the time that it takes and so on. I'm just a late bloomer. But you're blooming so beautifully. One other thing I wanted to ask you, I don't always ask this, but your father, you said, comes from Wales. I don't know. Your mother's a Kansas woman. I, that's what I know about her. What about your religious and spiritual influences, in particular those of Griff as well, because as your brother? I sense deep connection here, but I don't have a clear sense of what has affected him and you motivated you what's what's uplifted you or maybe kept you down i mean sometimes religion in particular works to hold people back from their from their opportunities that's an interesting question so i do not have a religious group that i'm part of or, or belong to i do believe in a higher power and Studied the I Ching, to be frank, the Chinese philosophy book, and my brother does extensively as well. A lot of wisdom there. There's so much wisdom there and so much universal truth. I believe everyone has different gifts and everyone is equal. And if we will listen, we will be led. That things aren't always going to turn out the way we hope, but that there is a way forward. And if we can let ourselves be guided, we will be. But I have a hard time with organized religion personally because... It just has come with so much... There's baggage there. Thank you. Well said. Well, we've got time for just one final song, and I'd like to slip it in there. How can we do this? So let's do a Sleep Young one. We can end with that. This is a just a very sweet lullaby. The story behind it, of course, is um, moving. Griff worked at a home for the disadvantaged youth, and one night he was making the rounds and came across one of the little girls and she was crying in her bed because she missed her mom and that's a mom that she was never going to return home to. So Griff went downstairs and, and wrote this song. Her name was Amy. I actually ended up working there years later and, and also knew Amy. So it's it has a lot of meaning for us, but it's also quite simply a beautiful lullaby and people could listen to it like that as well, I hope. Our younger generations need us singing to their soul. I don't know if the practice of singing to your children is as universal as it was a couple generations ago. I'm glad that you've got this one to pass on as part of that tradition. Again, Jennifer, it's so fortuitous, uh, there but for fortune. <laughs> I wouldn't have run into you until after this opportunity. I called you up over in Massachusetts. The next week you're coming here, I get to see you face and face and be blessed by your music. Thank you for bringing yourself here, sharing your music with the world, lifting up the music of your brother, who otherwise might not let it out of the room. And Oh, I know he wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, so thanks for sharing his blessings into the public light and for bringing that here today for Song of the Soul. You're welcome, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. And we go out today for Song of the Soul, our visit with Jennifer J. Evans' website, jennifer-evans.com the link of course is on nordenspiritradio.org the final song is sleep young one great appreciation to Catherine thomas for assistance on today's program and we'll see you next week for song of the soul
one when your dream comes you must be there to greet it and learn it well so you can tell someday when you meet it young one lie down close your eyes this day's gone round and the stars are in the sky not rest on sorrow the things that you forgot to do will keep until tomorrow young one lie down close your eyes this day's gone round and the stars are in the sky Music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.